the end is a part of the story that you, Chris, are very much familiar with. Disclaimer. We do not own or claim ownership of the Pokemon franchise and any Pokemon established in official canon. That's all owned by Nintendo, Game Freak, and Creatures. This is just a podcast made by four friends who love Pokemon. It's our love letter to a franchise most of us grew up with. So please go support the official release. Previously on PKMN Legacy. There's actually a veteran star runner near the uh, farmland overhead. We should go visit him. Yep. You come across a corn maze. Well, we're going through. Did you guys find something? A uh, piece of paper? It said bunker. It's a little ominous if you ask me. He's hiding something underneath. <laughs> Don't trust him. I think I found that bunker they were told that no. Who's going to say I'm McPoof. My wife, she's downstairs. Shh, don't wake her, she needs her rest. Someone out there! You stay away! I'll go with you in case something were to go down. Going in. Let's go in, let's go. You see a large meteorite? Cowbell alarms ring out. Klefki attacks you guys. Oh my god! No, just you and me. Just the two of us together. Just a boy's night out. Am I gonna die? Is Chris gonna die? So, oh. we oh, no. joined back up in the cornfield with old man McPooth and Chris navigating through the maze, trying to find the sound of the crying that you heard. Do you have any Pokemon out with you right now? Uh, sort of guiding the way? I'd say the only one I could realistically have out is Diamond to illuminate the area. I'd say her shell would be able to keep things quite quite nice and bright. You send out the Joltite Parasect Diamond. And question for you. Have you shown this Pokemon to McPoof before or no? Because I can't exactly remember. I, I don't think you I did. I don't believe I did, no. I think the only Pokemon I've had out is just Ginger. The floating specks of light in all sorts of colors inside her diamond glow with this luminescent uh, light on the corn around you. You notice that old man McPoof is just sort of looking at diamond, taking it back a bit mesmerized. Uh, everything okay, buddy? <laughs> oh, sorry. I was uh, distracted by the pretty uh, lights. Yeah, 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 diamond does that. Yeah. Um, actually, wait, I don't think you know anything about jewel-type Pokemon, do you? Come to think of it, I actually don't even know that much about jewel-types. Uh, questions for later. Just just know that, essentially, it's a variant of a Pokemon. So, this is a Parasect. It just happens to be a jewel-type Parasect. So, that's the best way I can explain it in layman's terms. She looks a bit funky, but those pretty lights. Yeah. Those pretty lights. Yep. Pretty, pretty, pretty lights. Anyway, so do you know where we're meant to be going or where the sound is still coming from? Somewhere deeper in the field. Probably near that watchtower, if I'm not mistaken. Make sure to stay close to me, though. Yep. All sorts of security measures out there. Gotta make sure you don't step in them. Yes, just don't remind me that we're in a C-word field. I want you to make a check to navigate through this field. Because you have 
Diamond with you, and because you have McPoof with you, this will be easier. So I'm going to say this is going to be clever plus nature. Okay. And you only need one success to navigate your way around. And you got exactly one success from your three dice, so... You know what? I'll take it. I will take it. You go deeper, deeper into the cornfield. You don't hear the cry of the thing you heard before. With Diamond's Glow, it is easier to know where you're going and not trip over any roots. And McPoof does stop you here and there. Oh, 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 don't stop uh, there! Uh, what's... Don't what's... stop there! The... Wait, false alarm! It's just a shoelace! We're safe! We're safe! Uh, we're good, we're good. A shoelace. We're good! Yes, uh, the most dangerous of things that are out here. Thank you, McPoof. Hi, you're back, buddy. Uh, Not your back. He just pats you on the back. Mm. His, you can feel that the calluses on his hand are very rough, uh, just like misshapen. Okay. Not ignoring that, ignoring that, ignoring that. Anyway, moving forward. So as you're walking, you're also talking, and uh, remind me again. So. Because I, 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 my memory ain't what it used to be these days. What, what, what were you doing here again? Ah, uh, yes, so me and my friends are actually on our way to the next town over after we got our, our recent gym badge in uh, Maycoon Town. But we seem to have gotten a bit distracted from a wild encounter while also helping a Pokemon trainer from the wild encounter. And then, well... We thought we were taking a shortcut, and we... He's just now starting to remember everything. He's like, ah, right, the lie, <laughs> yes. Uh... This would be a clever plus perform. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I am not performing. I am not performance-based. One success out of two dice. Good. He waits for you to continue your story. Uh, and the reason why we were coming and taking a shortcut is because our part-time job called us saying that we had to deliver your package and we just happened to be in the right area. So <laughs> talk about a stroke of luck, right? <laughs> yep, that's <laughs> Pretty fortunate of you. <laughs> Who'd you say your employer was again? Ah, yes, uh, it was a Mogul Corp. You know, the the very famous Mogul Corp. Yeah, that's that's right. That's right. That's what you said. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what you said. <laughs> he like takes a he's like gulps and he's like, oh, <laughs> yep. Anyway, where's the uh, watchtower, buddy? I think that might be where this scream is coming from. Yeah, I think it's. It's just around this way. Keep close, keep close, keep close. And he leads you around another bend. You know, this isn't the first time I heard that noise, you know. It's not. I've been hearing that noise every other night or so. Just a a strange crying. I I see. Uh, Jebediah, question. How long have you been living in this specified area? Ever since my wife and I settled down here, hard for me to say these days. I've been hearing an awful lot of strange noises out there. And any time I try to go investigate, 
can't find much about it. Just the, uh, the strange red lights and the crying. Strange red lights and the crying. Uh, Jebediah, please hold that thought one moment. Uh, Kay, I'm gonna have Chris take out a sea gear. Okay, what, what are you trying to do with it? Uh, I'm sending a message to Emily telling her how much I love her and that's it. You take out your sea gear and you try to just carefully out of his view. Mm-hmm. Uh, try to text, I love you, uh, yellow heart. Mm-hmm. And then you notice that you have absolutely no reception in this dead zone. <laughs> now, most people who would hear that or see those lights might think it's uh, some sort of Pokemon out there, but I know better. I know it's more than just some simple wild Pokemon running about. What else could it possibly be, Jebediah? We are literally- He turns to you with his bulging eyes. It's a thief, Chris. A dirty little thief who's trying to lure me out here and then swoop back and take my wife away from me. Steal her away while she's vulnerable and rusting. Why? Would people want to steal your wife? Maybe you could tell me yourself, delivery boy. At that point, well in the distance. Oh no. And you see his eyes bulge even further than you th- they thought you could. And he turns around to the source of the noise, then turns to you. You're all thieves. And he turns around and books it towards the uh, the barn. Uh, I mean, what do you do? How fast is he actually moving? Surprisingly sprightly for a, a, a bulky old man. In his first bolt of a sprint, am I able to use Diamond's hypnosis to try to knock him unconscious? You know what? Go ahead and roll for Diamond's hypnosis. Uh, Diamond, use hypnosis quick! And Diamond just, like, lets out a flurry of prismatic lights. Just pretty lights trying to catch his attention. And he looks a bit mesmerized for a moment. You think that's gonna work on me? I haven't had a good night's sleep in years! That's terrifying, and I wish it did. Guess we're running. This will be a dexterity plus athletics. Dexterity plus athletics. All right. Two successes out of three. Okay, that's good. Describe your pursuit of him. Okay, so I imagine he's pretty much just gunning it straight back to the um, to the barn. So Chris is, A, thinking in his mind, Maddie and Delmar are there. Currently, that cleft key is probably freaking out. I need to get I need to get back there first, or I need to take out Jebediah before he gets there and does whatever he's going to do. So he's like basically in full-blown dad mode and just booking it. He catches you off guard a few times, taking the corners around this maze pretty easily, uh, catching you off guard a bit, but you manage to uh, chase after him, grab him by the suspenders and just sort of knock him off balance. You're both prone at this point. All right, look, just calm down and just, we can explain ourselves. We did not want this to happen, but I need you to be cool before I get off of you. <laughs> Waldo, Waldo, he's it, he's it, tag him, tag him, tag him. Oh my, Arsis, you've gone insane. No, 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 that wasn't gibberish. 
That was an order. What? He slips out from under you, and you try to grab him, but you're having a hard time moving. You try to get up and reach him, but you stumble, and you notice that you're tripping on your own shadow. What? And from around another corner, a blue Wobbuffet just waddles out. What? what? Wobbuffet? Tag, you're it. Now you're gonna stay right here while I go deal with your friends. Okay, bye. And he runs. You are pinned down, so is Diamond by Shadow Tag. Let's roll for initiative, shall we? Uh, All right. A one. (laughs) Surprisingly, the Wobbuffet got a two. You uh, hear in the distance, Okay, just keep them pinned down there for a bit, Waldo. You can hear more rustling away from you. Okay. You see Waldo the Wobbuffet exert this field of energy around him. Field of... And you see like a protective barrier form over him protective barrier. But I, I, I should just say, it's it's safeguard. That's the barrier. I don't know why I'm hiding that. Safeguard. Me. I see. It is Diamond's turn. I'm going to have Diamond use disable. Okay, go ahead and roll for disable. That's uh, a four <laughs> out of six. The flow of energy that was creating the safeguard just cuts off like a faucet of water. Doesn't take away the safeguard, but that ain't happening again anytime soon. Wonderful. Good job, Diamond. Now then... He's thinking, he's like, how do we... Any additional uh, actions this round? Am I able to do status effect moves or, or specifically just attacking moves on my bonus action? So there are no bonus actions. You can do up to like five different actions as long as you wait until you're ordering the initiative to do it before the round ends. Ah, well... You can do any move you haven't used already. Just know that you're going to need one more success than usual to pull it off. Ah... Well, I, I'll take a crack at it and let Diamond use hypnosis once more to see if she can knock out the Waldo. Go ahead and roll for it. All right. You needed two successes in order to pull that off, and you were only able to get one. Only has one die. <laughs> so you try to hypnotize the uh, Wobbuffet, and the safeguard kicks into gear. Even if that was to land, it wouldn't have done anything. Aw, oh, dang it. <laughs> anything else or end of the round? Hmm. Yep, end of the round. So the first round, you hear the more rustling in the distance, and at this point, you know for sure that McPoof has escaped your grasp. Damn it. All right. Top of the order, Wobbuffet is going to hold their action. Like, just hold it? Just hold their action. Going to wait till you make your move. Hmm. I'm going to recall Diamond and pop out Ginger. You try to. The Pokeball shoots out the bolt of light, but then the shadows reach up and absorb the light. Oh. Mechanically speaking, you cannot switch out because of shadow tag. Shadows reach up and absorb the light. Oh. Ah, I see. Well, Chris has Diamond do nothing. So you take no action whatsoever? No action this round. Another round passes. Just you and Wobbuffet and Diamond in the field, the moonlight casting shadows on your Pokemon. 
Uh, is Wabafet still doing nothing for its turn? Wabafet is holding its action until you make a move. I want Diamond to use Prism Blast, but not on the Wabafet. Elaborate. I want to use, I guess, a will point to shoot a Prism Blast into the air that's so freaking bright. Not only does it blind the Wabafet, but it actually causes Shadow Tag to, because I don't know if it'll try to catch me, because I want Chris to try to use a will point of his own to run after McPoof and get away from the Wabafet. But I don't know if that's, if I'm able to do that sort of thing, but that's my idea. So you're trying to create a flashbang sort of effect to cancel out Shadow Tag. Correct. So you can make a break for it. Indeed. Interesting. Okay, so first things first. Since you are bending the rules, I will take a will point from Diamond in order to try and attempt this. Okay. So go ahead and roll for Prison Blast accuracy. All right. Well, one. <laughs> okay. All right, so Chris looks at Diamond and he says, Diamond, use Prison Blast, but look upwards instead. Don't attack the Wobbuffet. And I want you to use as much of your power as possible. Diamond recalibrates its aim to look skyward, lets out a blast. It's sort of like a, a flare gun, just a small beacon of light just pinging up into the air. This luminescent blue glow. All right. The shadows start to shimmer a bit. I'm going to need you to make a dexterity plus athletic in order to try and take the window of opportunity to your advantage. Dexterity and athletic? This is going to be challenging, so you need at least two successes in order to pull this off. All right, dice gods, don't fail me. Well. (laughs) That's one success out of three. Should have used the will point. (laughs) So for you, Chris, one of the ways you can use will points is for each will point you spend, you can re-roll one of those dice. Those three dice, you rolled a one, a one, and a five. So that's one success out of three. You could spend one or two will points in order to try and re-roll those dice. You know what? I'm going to spend two because I'm a gambler. Why not? We're going to take away two of your five will points. You're down to three. Go ahead and just roll two dice. All right. I'm sorry, my dude, Damn. but that's zero what? successes out of those two you re-rolled. I am actually astounded, but you know what? I played the game. <laughs> and I will say this, because you spent the will points, I'll say that you were able to recall Diamond. Okay. But by the time the light faded, Wabafet had you pinned down before you can make another break for it. Damn it. <laughs> All right, so Chris is definitely fighting for his life right now. Uh, hmm. I'm pinned down and I can't summon any other Pokemon, correct? Oh, no, you can bring out a Pokemon. Just know that once you bring it out... Shadow Tag will not allow you to recall it. Ooh. Until it's, you know, fainted. Ooh, gotta be careful with who I bring out. Mm. All right, well, Chris is struggling underneath this Wobbuffet, and he's gonna wriggle around, get his hands on his Pokeball, and he's like, all right, Ginger, come out, please. Please help, Daddy. And he pops out. Good old tried and true. Roll for their initiative. Okay. Uh, A one for the initiative as well. You know what? I'm just, I feel like the Dice Gods want to see me suffer today. At the end of this third round, as you have sent out Ginger, the bright blue light fades, and as your eyes readjust, you can swear way in the distance, you thought you saw a speck of red. Speck of red. That's not good. All right, top of the order. Wabafet is going to hold its action. What does Ginger do? 
All right, Ginger, use Eerie Fog. Hopefully it works. Roll for Eerie Fog. Oh, wow. Three out of three. Thanks, gods. You're welcome. No, not, not you, you not hear you. hear a demonic voice say as suddenly these wisps of shadow emanate from the cracks in the ground and covers the surrounding battlefield in this layer of shadowy fog. Excellent. <clears throat> I do want Ginger to try to do one more move, though. Sure thing. I'm going to have Ginger try to use... Odor Sleuth. Go ahead and roll for Odor Sleuth. You're going to need at least two successes. Okay. I got exactly two successes. All right. Ginger gives a... <laughs> pinpoints Wobbuffet's exact location. Not very hard, right in front of her. But now Wobbuffet cannot evade your moves and ignores ghost-type immunity and normal... That doesn't matter. Just know that it can't dodge and weave from you. Dodge and weave indeed. And then finally... I'm going to take a wild, very wild shot in the dark here. Okay. I want to use a will point to have Ginger use Fire Fang on this Wobbuffet, and I want it to basically cause it so much pain that it stumbles a bit to not want to react because of the searing pain on it. Don't know if it'll work, though. Well, let me put it this way. It sounds like you just want the flinch to hit. Basically. So. Actually, it would be better if I did bite instead of fire fang because the flinching has a higher chance. Okay. Let's not spend a will point from Houndoom yet. But if you do it, I'll say you can spend one will point to reroll another uh, luck dice to see if the uh, flinch lands. I don't think you've ever explained that. Luck dice are different than regular dice because in order for luck dice to hit, for some effect to take place, you need to roll a six, not just a four or five or six. You have to roll a six. And a move like bite, the chance for flinching is three luck dice. So if he rolls a six on any of those three dice, it's a flinch. Now, in order to hit, this is your third move this round. So you're going to need to get a three successes on the uh, accuracy. Go ahead and roll. I've been gambling so far. Let's see what happens. You got exactly three successes. Wow, okay. So go ahead and roll for damage. All right. Oh, God. So that's two points of damage. Bumped up to three because that attack is super effective. And go ahead and roll the flinch. All right. One of those landed on a six, so that is a hit. Yay. She sinks her fangs deep into the rubbery flesh. The Wobbuffet recoils back just a little bit and flinches. Chris will now take this opportunity to basically book it. Unfortunately, Shadow Tag is still in effect. Flinch does not turn that on. Oh, fair enough. But because Wobbuffet did flinch, it's going to be much more difficult to hit you with counter now. Oh. It needs two successes or more to land. Oh. <laughs> I rolled exactly two successes out of five. I rolled the same damage pool as you did. The damage for that is six dice. Ignore defenses. Oh, plus two. So I roll eight dice. Oh, Lord. You know what? Could be worse. That is four successes. You deal a good tick of damage to it, but it recalls back and uses a momentum to shack down right onto uh, Ginger's maw. It is not looking good. End of the round, anything else? Looking at Shadow Tag's still in play. That means Ginger can't. It's, Ginger is unable to run with me, isn't she? Yes. The shadow tech, ah, I see. Hmm. When Ginger has fainted, if Ginger has fainted, I should say, I'm not gonna assume, that's my bad. 
But when it's just you, I will give you a chance to try and escape. And that would be dexterity plus athletics. It's going to be a very difficult role, depending on how healthy Wobbuffet is. I'll just put it that way. Sound good? Okay. End of the fourth round. Look out in the distance, see if you can spot that red light again. No sign of it. Oh. Well, I mean, I guess Airy Fog would be blocking it. Oh, thank you for reminding me. The spectral hands reach up and scratch at Wobbuffet. It tries to bat it away with its little nubby feet things. No dice. One point of damage. All right. Well, that's good. Top of the order, the uh, safeguard fades away, but it's also uh, no longer disabled. It's going to hold its action. Ginger's turn. There's not much I can do in the situation, so uh, gonna use have Ginger use bite again. Okay. Go ahead and roll. You just need one hit. You I got, got exactly, exactly one hit. Why is it? <laughs> okay. Okay. Roll for damage. The defense is four. Zero. <laughs> Boost it up to one. Oh, yeah. Because it's super effective. So it takes one point of damage. Go ahead and roll for the flinch. All right. No flinch this time. You sink your fangs in. Just a little tick of damage. All right. Meanwhile, Wobbuffet's going to go back for a counter. That's going to be a hit. Hits you back for uh, two points of damage. Well. <laughs> oh, you only have two points of damage left. <laughs> so as Wobbuffet leans back, kapows her right in the schnoz. She goes out cold. Uh, you are able to recall her back. Uh, I'm so sorry, girl, but you fought a valiant fight. At the end of the order, as the eerie fog takes into effect and Wobbuffet's distracted by just trying to get out of the, uh, the shadowy grasp, takes a tick of damage, you notice that that red light is getting closer now. Mm. The sudden light is causing a bit of alteration to the shadow. You may be able to break out of it. Go ahead and roll for dexterity plus athletic. <sighs> All right, here we go. Oh my God. That's a three out of three. Wobbuffet's distracted. Shadows are not as focused as before. You're able to just like rip your foot out of its grasp and you can duck out of the way. All right. You are free. What do you do now? He's booking it. He's running. He's running back to where McPoof and Maddie and Velma are, away from Waldo. You try to book it again. You are out of sight of the Wobbuffet. I am going to need you to make a uh, dexterity plus alert, I will say that. You do not have a source of light right now besides the moon, and you do not have McPoof. This is going to be a hard challenge. Roll three successes. Oh, this will not end well. Oh my god! You rolled three successes. <laughs> god, this is stressful. Okay. Chris is running. He's just like, don't trip, don't trip, don't trip. Okay, okay, doing good, doing good so far. Oh wait, gotta shut up, gotta shut up because it's gonna follow me. So he's holding his breath and running and trying to like not be loud, but it's probably not working. You rush forth and you're making a break for it out of here. You come to a clearing, you take a deep breath, you look up, you see McPoof has also taken a breath, who has probably been running as well. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, indeed. Help. You. He's, he tries to make a break for it again. I want to chuck a Pokeball at him to pop out one of my Pokemon to see if it will hit. Dexterity plus throw. Oh, sweet. One out of two. So, yeah, you chuck it. I'm not a Pokemon. He swats it out of the way. And which Pokemon was it? Was it Diamond or is it Minky? It's uh, good old Victor. 
monk monkey. Monkey. <laughs> so yeah, he swats out of the way, makes a break for it deeper into the maze. Uh, Mankey pops out, a bit disoriented. <laughs> Looks for an enemy. All right, buddy, you want to punch somebody's buns? Like you really want to punch them? <laughs> Big guy running right now. We're going to try to catch him. And I want you to punch his buns a lot. You point which direction he went. Mankey rears up. <laughs> and bolts after him on all fours. Sweet lord. <laughs> I'm going to need you to make uh, dexterity plus athletic to try and keep up with him. Ooh, okay. A lot of rolls today. A lot of rolls. Action packed. You know, a lot of rolls. And Chris is an old man. All right. Well, I know I've, I've had a good run with the dice rolls now. But you know what? It's time to have some bad rolls. Let's see what happens. A one. Okay, that is not going to be enough to keep up with him. Like you said, not a fit build. My younger days have passed me. You can hear in the distance. <laughs> and you can hear like a pounding sort of noise, but it's getting fainter and fainter, and you don't know which way it's coming from anymore. Is there a way for Chris to sort of hone in on the sound of the mankey's mankey screeches to figure out where he might go? You can hear where it's coming from and where it's going. No way to really pinpoint which route to take to get closer to it, because you are in a maze. You know where they're heading, and it's farther away from you. With the Mankey on Jebediah McPoof's body, which I'm assuming he's just punching his buns at the moment. Absolutely. I want to see if Chris could scream a command, and that being Karate Chop, to just knock McPoof <laughs> unconscious. I don't know if that you will work. You know what? I'll let you do that. Oh my god, yes! He inhales and takes this deep breath, and all you hear is, Victor, use karate chop! As the command echoes through the cornfield, I, myself, am going to roll for Victor's attack. Mm. That's a critical hit. <laughs> three out of five, but it's a high critical move, so a three is a critical hit. Oh, no. Which means... It deals three points of damage. You hear. You don't know if he's down or not, but right now, that's probably the last thing that should be on your mind because um, with your shouting and your lights, that uh, that red glow is getting closer now. Ooh. Yeah, probably should have realized that earlier. With the red glow approaching, what do you do? You know, Chris would normally run, but he's just too tired, so he just starts trying to walk away from the red light. This would be just a clever plus uh, nature. Clever plus nature. Uh, let's see. I got a one. One success out of three. That red light is getting closer, and you can hear the, uh, the sound of... Uh, He just basically tries to just shut out the crying and just keep walking forward, trying to find some way to throw this thing off his trail, but I'm sure if he can. Another clever plus nature. All right. Okay, two out of three. You realize this floating red light has a distinct tactical advantage over you. It seems to be able to hover. You cannot. Mm. So knowing that, you know that trying to outmaneuver it when you're limited to this cornfield, is not in your best interest. You are also able to pinpoint a, a soft creaking sound, 
the watchtower from before, just in the distance. That would be your best bet to try and face this creature down. All right. Well, Chris just makes his way to the watchtower because at this point, what else can he do? You manage to uh, navigate your way to the old rickety watchtower built on planks of wood that seemingly have no right of holding roughly 50, 60 feet in the air. That top little lookout center up like that. Mm -hmm. As he's walking up the stairs, he's you can he feels himself getting slower and slower. And he's like, oh, that this really took a lot out of me. Oh, all right. Almost there. Almost there. (sighs) 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 Okay. You look up. You're you haven't even gotten all three flights yet. (laughs) At, At this point, you hear a rustling in the undergrowth. All right. What do, what do I have coming to me next? From the corn darts out a strange amalgamation of all these crystals and floating red orbs. Oh, no. Hey, it's Kay. Welcome back to the pause menu. Sorry if the voice sounds a bit tired. It's coming from a person who is equally tired. But yeah, hope you're enjoying the episode so far. Interesting uh, little thing when it's just a solo session with Just Dry. Uh, next episode is going to be just with Ariana and Chi-Chi. Gotta get their side of the story, you know. But if you're enjoying the story so far, consider supporting us on Patreon. You can get rewards like your names in the end credits of the YouTube release, access to behind-the-scenes bonus tidbits, and for our Ultra Baller tier patrons, you get your name mentioned here verbally in the pause menu. Sounds good, yeah? Don't you want to add your name to the ranks alongside Cami Cat or Cybernetic Pink Guy or Dongo the King or Don Quixote or Jonathan Jesus Macias or Mr. Someone or Quest or Renamon Music Box Brony? I can't do that in one breath. There's too many awesome people there. Would sure be a shame if you made it longer. You know, if you want to. If not, that's fine. I appreciate you all the same. Uh, if you want to, though, you can also support the show through word of mouth. Tweet about the show using the hashtag PKMNLegacy. Leave a good old comment on the YouTube releases. Or leave a good review on wherever you found this podcast at. Do that. We might use you as the namesake of one of our NPCs. No new characters introduced to this episode, but we still have Old Man McPoof, named after Lizzie McPoof from Patreon. So, plugs. Uh, Louis Zong, talented artist and a musician, he takes these recordings of people singing a single note or a sound, and he turns all that into a song. It's called Sing a Note. It's up on his YouTube. I'm in it. I'm the guy with the uh, mustache and the squirtle shirt uh, going doom, doom in the drum section. Whole lot of other talented folk involved in that. Really fun stuff. Check it out. Uh, link in the description. Hey, yo, here for the Pisman You. I don't know why I said it like that. But anyways, uh, I got a new song out and it's called Little Nugget. And it's about the TikTok animated short series Chicken Nugget. And if you don't know what that is, uh, it is a very cute series about a dog and their friends. And they go on all kinds of adventures together and cute shenanigans happen. And I wanted to write a song about it. So, yeah, go check it out if you like cute stuff. Okay, bye-bye. Uh, uh, I love it. I am very tired. And Chi-Chi's got that song stuck in my head now. Anyway, uh, that's all for this pause menu. Uh, place your bets. Let's see if Chris makes it to the end of this episode. All right. Uh, have fun. Unpause. 
I'm going to need you to roll for initiative if you're trying to fight this off. Me or my Pokemon? Yes. All right, girl. I need you again just for one more time. And just pops out Diamond. And... So she got a one. That's a two. So top of the order, this floating amalgamation of strange prisms and crystals floats towards Diamond. For a second, their lights seem to interact with each other, pulse for a bit. Wait a minute. Did it do the same thing when we fought that jewel-type onyx? You try to remember back? You're pretty sure it did. Oh, I wonder if that's how they communicate. The correspondence does not last that long as it begins to teeter around and it is going to use teeter dance. Teeter dance? That's different. Three out of four successes. As the crystals begin to sway and spin around in strange gyrations and patterns, you and Diamond suddenly feel the tower begin to shake a bit, but then you realize it's not the tower, it's you. Your center of gravity is being thrown all sorts of places. Oh. You are both confused. Oh, no. Diamond's turn. Uh, question. Before Diamond does anything, is Chris, in his confused state at all, uh, able to pull out his sea gear to know what this thing is? At the end of the round, you can make that a trainer action. Okay. I'm going to try to have Diamond use Prism Blast. Go ahead and roll for accuracy. You're going to need two successes at least. And if it fails, you'll take damage. Uh, that's two out of five. That will hit. Sweet. Go ahead and roll. Its defense is two. Two. Diamond managed to gather itself again, stabilize just enough to fire a uh, stray blast at it. It makes contact, but you notice that it isn't at full strength, and it seems to be resistant to the uh, jewel-type attack. It only takes one point of damage. Okay, so this thing is very hardy. Good. Good to know that. Okay. All right, what are you? What What in the godforsaken hell are you? And scans the Pokemon? Like the other jewel-type Pokemon you've tried to scan, it takes a ridiculously long amount of time before you get a result. But eventually... Mischievous, the Screech Pokemon. This apparition delights in startling and scaring people, especially with their childlike sobs and wails. They feed upon the fear they evoke from their victims, storing the emotional energy in their necklace. Otherwise, they are harmless unless provoked. Yeah, you got that right. All right, cool. So it's a jewel-type mischievous. That's nice. <sighs> okay, uh, bonus action. Try to use Disable to have it not do Teeter Dance again. Your second action this round? Yes. Okay, you're going to need to roll... Three successes in order for this to land. Oh, sweet mess for Lord. I got exactly three. <laughs> okay, yeah. Diamond's eye sends out a little flash of light. It can no longer use teeter dance. Good job, girl. And that's all I'll have Diamond and Chris do for now. Next round, you see the red orbs on its lack of neck begin to glow and pulse. And you swear you can hear some sort of some sort of noise, a voice maybe coming from inside of it. As suddenly, this loud screech echoes out in the cornfield and blasts Diamond with spectral energy, with Hex. Oh, no. That's a three out of three, so it hits. Oh, no. Diamond takes two points of damage as it steadies itself after that onslaught of ghostly energy. Diamond's turn. Hmm. Oh, my mistake. 
We gotta treat the confusion. Roll for diamonds insights. Diamonds insights, okay. Three out of three. Okay, you can act normally this round. Sweet. I'm gonna take I'm gonna make an attempt to use hypnosis. I to see if this thing will fall asleep. You can certainly try. I will make my the, my very best attempt. Zero. Zero out of one. You had a 50-50 chance. Not in the cards for you. Fair enough. So it tries to use its prismatic lights to hypnotize it. Prismatic lights right back to you. Less of a hypnosis, more of a conversation again. Jeez. Okay. Well, in that case, then I'll use my second action to use well, another prism blast. Well, the thing about second actions, you have to wait your turn. Ooh. And also, Mistrivis is also going to use a second action. Ooh. Okay. You see the lights gather around its diamonds and suddenly try to pull the energy from diamond. Excuse me? With shine sap. Shine sap? Shine sap. Unfortunately, it does not hit. I needed two successes. I only got one out of three. Uh... You see the lights begin to pull towards it. Diamond's lights resist. Bounce back to where it was in its form. Chris is just looking at this going... What is happening right now? Uh, Diamond, use Prism Blast? That did not work. You needed two, you got zero out of five. You fire blindly, and it's no good. It just goes wide, shoots off into the night sky. Nothing. All right, well. Top of the order, or do you have any trainer actions? I'm going to go up the watchtower if I can. This will be dexterity plus alert. That's three out of four. You're in the heat of combat right now. Your mind is focused, fighting cover, fighting safety, while you hope that diamond can hold this creature off. You make your way up the rickety stairs, climb through an open window into this relatively empty, worn out outpost. All right. Top of the order, roll for Diamond's Insight while I make my attack with Hex. Okay, Diamond, please try to shake it off. That's a zero. You're still confused right now. All right. And Hex will hit. Oh. For two points of damage, as it again is blasted with spectral energy. Mm. Diamond is looking about half health right now. Jeez, this is not going the way I would have anticipated. But you know what? Let's see what we can do. Is the Pokemon too far away to use Scratch? We can make that work. You're in the same zone. Oh, I will try having Diamond use Scratch on the Pokemon. Go ahead and roll for accuracy. Uh, three out of five. That will hit. Cool. Um, Go ahead and roll for damage. All right. Again, defense is two. Got two Two out of three dice. So yeah, Diamond takes a scratch at it, and as it makes contact with this move, the mischievous form begins to tremor and shake. This hits for super effective damage, so that's a total of three. Huh. I hold up, thinking for a moment. Well, while you think, second attack from mischievous, uh, it's going to do another shine sap. Let's see if that pulls off. It does. For only one point of damage. So as it saps the energy from Diamond, you see it absorb a tiny tick of health back. That's fair. Uh, hmm. I don't know what I would need to roll to have the status effect of having the mischievous's accuracy go down once I use Prison Blast if it hits. Let's see if you hit first. All right. You need two successes. Okay. 
I have three. That will hit. So go ahead and roll for damage, and then roll for the uh, the uh, luck. Oh! On its last legs, it blasts it for four points of damage. Woo-hoo. Even its resistance to the jewel type attack does not do much to dissuade the ferocity of that blast. Go ahead and roll your luck dice. Nope. <clears throat> no dice this time, but that's a heck of a blow. Good job, Diamond. This must be like a one wicked crazy light show happening right now. Red and blue just blasting on and off, on and off. Good lord. Like a rave. But guess what? It's time to drop that base with another hex. Oh no! That'll hit. Ah! For one point of damage. Another weak blast of energy. (sighs) Enough to throw it to its last leg, but it's still standing by for your orders. Uh, roll for insight. All right. This will be the last time for confusion. Three out of three. You act normally and the confusion fades away. It snaps back into focus. Okay. Since it did X amount of damage before, I'm going to have Diamond use Scratch on its last leg. Roll it. Uh, here we go. Three out of five. That'll hit. Roll for damage. Come on, girl. Show me what you got. Okay, two out of three. All right, boost up to a three. Diamond, now back in it with its second wind, uses its claws to clamber onto the side of the uh, tower, like sticking horizontally as it swipes at the mischievous. And again, it makes contact, and again, a rumbling screech coming from inside the crystals as... Mmm, that's a nice sound. As it takes that super effective hit. Oh. It's going to make another attack. Shine sap. That will hit. Well... With that two points of damage, that will take you out. She put up a good fight. It begins to try and draw the energy from Diamond again. This time, it cannot hold back as it sucks the light right out of the crystal. The mischievous absorbs that vitality as an extra bit of health. Diamond loses its grip on the side of the tower and plummets 30 feet down, landing on the ground with a resonant thud. The diamond on Diamond's back, completely dark. Diamond is out cold. Oh, no, no. Chris, you see the the red lights coming closer and closer towards you. You are out of Pokemon. Actually, I do have one. Do you? Wasabi. You do. (laughs) I forgot about Wasabi. Oh my God, but it has like one point of health left. I know, but thankfully I'm going to use something to heal it. Okay, well, you have to use your action to send it out. If it survives to the end of the round, then you can heal it. Mother of God, all right. So Chris seeing this jewel type just pop up, he's just screaming. He's like, ah, 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 ah. He pops out with something. And, uh, yeah. Roll for its initiative. Hey, um, oh, Wasabi, I'm so sorry. This is not how I wanted your first flight to go. Oh, shit, yeah. So, yeah, atop the watchtower, Wasabi on its last leg, What's their dexterity? Is a two with a limit of three. Okay, so they're tied for dexterity as well. Um, oh my god. You know what? I'll let you go first. Kerthunk may make the first attack. Make it count. <laughs> Answer me this question, Kay. Sure. Is Mischievous the ghost type or the dark type? Mischievous is a ghost type. Murkrow would be the dark type counterpart. Ah, right. Uh, wasabi, use bite. One. That will hit. Go ahead and roll for damage. One. 
on its last leg. It, it just goes for what seems to be the biggest threat, which is this floating monster, and it just bites into it. The dark, innate energy in this bite attack seemed to be repelled by the mischievous's body. It's not very effective. Oh? Instead of one, it takes no damage. Oh? Let's see if this thing will survive. I probably won't. <laughs> it is going to make a uh, shine sap attack against you. Oh! That... I'm going to use a will point. <laughs> I got those, bitch! Oh, no! <laughs> I was meant to live! I will re-roll one of those dice. If it lands, that's game over. So. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my. You live another round, my friend. Oh. As it tries to draw the energy from it, but Kerthunk just stumbles out of the way, leans against the wall, growls. Oh, wasabi, you beautiful, beautiful thing, you. I'm going to use Chris to heal Wasabi. Okay. You have one potion and one super potion. Wasabi, how much health are you normally meant to have? I'm going to use a super potion to heal it for four points. Let me just make sure that's how it works, because the potions here work a bit differently than before. Ah, so, right. Because it's assuming you're going to have to go up and heal it yourself. Oh, right. So let me just make sure and check how much you can heal it maximum. Let's see. Okay. By applying healing items such as spray potions or medicine, one potion unit heals one damage. How many units are you using? It has up to four units, doesn't it? Potions have two units, some potions have four, hyper potions have 14. Okay, so you can use them all at once right now, if you want. I'm using all four to have a fighting chance. Go ahead and remove the super potion from your inventory. Okay. You get up close, spritz it as hard as you can, just four additional points of health, bringing it back up to full. Good. You still have a chance. Good. Hey, Editor K from the future, after the fact, uh, just read, when you are in battle, potions, berries, and moves can only heal a maximum of three HP per round, with only a few exceptions. Super Potions was not one of those exceptions. He would have been able to recover only three HP, not all four units. What it could have showed us, back to past, present K, where I say Kerthunk's turn. Kerthunk's turn. Okay, I really gotta play Wasabi's part correct. Uh, I'm going to have them use Tackle. Go ahead and roll for the accuracy then. Okay. Two out of three. That'll hit. Roll for damage. Okay. Okay. Zero. Actually, it's super effective, so it hits for one point of damage. It rams right into it, still stumbling because it's just recently recovered, but just the touch of that normal type attack sends shivers in its uh, form. Meanwhile, Mischievous is going to go for another shine sap. Oh no. It will hit okay. four. What is Kerthunk's defense? It is two. Oh. Three, and that's a super effective hit with that jewel type attack on the steel type. So oh. it's a good thing you d- gave it that potion because it takes exactly four damage, bringing it back on its last wind again. Meanwhile, healing the uh, Mischievous for two points of damage. Kerthunk's turn. <sighs> okay. Uh... I feel like I'm not going to be able to get out of this one. Not necessarily. So, with my dying breath, I'll try for a bite attack to see if it'll flinch, but I don't know. Let's see. Okay. Roll for accuracy. All right. Uh, here we go. 
Three out of three. So roll for damage. Two out of two. Two reduced to one, but that's enough to roll for the luck. So let's see if it flinches. Okay. Nope. <laughs> no flinch. You deal one point of damage. Okay. And shine sound. Hits. Ah. Uh. That will KO it. Yep. Chris, as Kerthunk collapses to the ground, unconscious, you hear a warped cackling. Not warped as in malicious, but warped as in distorted cackling come from the mischievous as it floats closer and closer to you. Before something happens to you, you know that this might be the last thing you ever do. What does Chris think or say? Jeez. Never thought about it like this. He... He sort of just starts to realize that there isn't much he can do. He sort of... He sort of had a stalemate, which no longer is a stalemate because now the mischievous has won. So the only thing he does is just... He just sort of just sits down, slumps against the side wall of the watchtower, and just sort of stares at the mischievous. The end is a part of the story that you, Chris, are very much familiar with. And here, atop this rickety old watchtower, you don't see old man McPoof running through the fields away from a rabid victor. You don't see Maddie and Velma fighting to escape the bunker. You don't see Emily texting you a good night with an orange heart in a message your sea gear fails to receive. What you do see is your reflection in the red orbs around the mischievous growing ever blinding. And in the breath before something darker than darkness takes you. One thought enters your mind. That's not your reflection staring back at you. Wait, what? 